Welcome to the Everyday Icon podcast, a podcast focused on helping women entrepreneurs embrace the image she has always envisioned to become the boss she is meant to be. I'm your host, Tiffany Howard. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Everyday Icon podcast. I am your host, Tiffany, and it seems like I have been gone forever. I took a look and I've actually been gone since November 3rd, but it was much needed a time to rest, get everything together, enjoy the holidays with family and friends. But now I'm back with a whole new season, I guess you could call this, of the Everyday Icon podcast. Now, there are going to be a few changes. I know sometimes that this was primarily a weekly podcast, but I am going to go to bi-weekly until I get back into the swing of things and the groove so I'm not rushing myself and also making sure that I am providing you guys with good, valuable content. And if there's anything that you want me to discuss on the podcast, be sure to let me know. You can go over to my Instagram account and it is Tiffany underscore the image coach and leave me a comment in today's episode post on what it is you would want me to talk about on the podcast in upcoming episodes. So let's dive in right now to this week's episode. So today I want to talk to you about how your image is a strategic form of communication. Now, when we think of communication, we think about communication being verbal or being written. We never really think about it being visual, but it is. And as always around here in the Everyday Icon podcast world, I always say how you look speaks way before you do. So before you even say a word, say hello to anyone, your image automatically speaks to someone. And we always want to make sure that it is speaking on our behalf the way that we want it to speak for us. So I'm going to go over a few points today just to get you in the mood. And I want you to begin to think differently about how you look and how you dress and to make sure that it is coming across in a way that reflects you, your brand, and what you're about. So number one, it is a form of communication. So your what your style, everything, it is a form of communication. Everything that we do, including visually, is a form of communication from the clothes that we wear down to the accessories, even to down to the smallest details. The things that you don't think people see, people see. It communicates who you are and it's a daily habit. So you have to connect and engage with your clothes. You just can't throw anything on anymore and just walk out the door. You have to engage with them. And what I mean by engaging with your clothes is you want to get in tune with how you want to feel when you get dressed. You want to connect with them because your clothes are like a form of armor. It's like a form of protection. It is one of your superpowers. When you put it on automatically, you feel more confident, you feel that you can tackle and take on the world. 
So you want to get in tune with that, which it starts on the inside. You want to get in tune with your clothes and what they're saying and what they're doing for you and how they make you feel. Because there are times when you put on clothes and they make you feel comfortable. So for example, while I'm here recording this podcast, I am sitting in leggings and a t-shirt. I am comfortable, but I'm also not going anywhere, but I'm comfortable and I'm relaxed so that I can record this podcast and not feel uptight or anything like that. But there, you have to know the time and the place, but you all in all, you still have to feel comfortable in your clothes and you should engage with them. And even, and I can spin it another way, even though I'm in leggings and a t-shirt, I, not only do I feel comfortable, but I still feel confident in what I'm doing as I'm sitting here talking into the microphone, talking to you guys. And you have to make this a daily habit. So you have to make it a habit of being intentional about how it is you want to look and how you step out into the world, whether it's into the world in person or whether it's into the world virtually. Because as you know, this world, it has been every, it, the online space has become, has been, there's been an influx of individuals who are starting online businesses or people are coming out saying they're coaches or saying, you know, they're real estate agents or they're podcasters, they're public speakers. And how do you break through all of the noise that is going on? It's how you look, because when we're scrolling through social media, that is usually the very first thing that draws our attention. I have no idea what you're about, what you are providing or what you do or what you're educating me on. The first thing I'm looking at is, is it appealing to the eye? Is it something that is attractive to me? And to do that, you have to get into a daily habit of dressing and looking and putting your best foot forward, I'll say that. So it could be something, and you don't have to start big. It could be something very small. It could be something as simple as maybe adding earrings to what you have on. So we'll go back to what I have on. If I have on leggings and a t-shirt, I'll add a pair of earrings that add just an extra level of oomph to what you look like, to your image. Um, It could be something as simple as adding lipstick or what I have also found out something really easy to do to kind of raise your level is finding a nice perfume that you can spritz on. Even that can kind of help you get into the daily habit. Because the one thing about creating an image and building a style that is yours, that takes time. But what we want to do is, is we want to start with small steps that will help you. Even if you put on, you spritz on, say your favorite perfume, notice how you change. Notice how your confidence changes. Notice the changes in you once you do it. And those are the small steps because habits start with small steps. It's not going out and buying a new wardrobe. It's not going out and making 
you can do mood boards, you can do that, but it's more than just that. It's starting small because it is a marathon and not a sprint. And you also touching on mood boards. That's another great place to start. So by doing this, you can go and you wanna pull items that are appealing to you and how you would like to look and how you would like to dress so that you can get an idea going in your head of how you want to, how you want people to see you. And most more importantly, not how people want to see you, but how you want to see yourself. And going through and beginning though that process, that simple process to help get you there in the long run. So number one, it's a form of communication. Number two, it provides positive self-affirmation. As the saying goes, when we look good, we feel good. And this is what creates a cycle of affirmation. It will trigger a positive feeling. Now that you've done this before, thinking about, think about the last time or the last outfit that you wore that made you feel like that girl. Just think about it. When was the last time you wore an outfit and you were like, oh, I'm the stuff, I look good. Notice how you walked, notice how you talked, notice how you stood, notice all of that. That is also an example of being in engaged with your clothes and connecting with them. It gives you something that when you may dress any other day, you don't get that. That is how you want to feel when you get dressed all of the time. And this even applies when you put on sweatpants and t-shirts. Because the one thing that I've learned through my research and things like that is that how we dress, we tend to base it on our emotions and how we feel at that particular moment in time. So if I feel blah, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to dress blah. I'm not really going to care. But if I feel good, I'm always going to feel good. But in order not to do that, there are two ways that you can kind of alleviate that. One, you can, before you get dressed, if you're feeling not in a great mood, you just want to take a few minutes before you start looking for something to wear and kind of just get your day going then come back to what it is that you want to wear and you want to think about what is on my agenda for today do i have a meeting today am i just working today and even if you're just in the office working and even if you're working at home you still want to have a level of happiness it's the easiest way to say it and where you can be productive and get more work done. And sometimes how you dress actually helps you do that. So you wanna think about what is it that you wanna accomplish for that day and dress for it. Another way that you can do this as well is at the beginning of each week, so say Sunday as you're preparing for your work week, you can go ahead and maybe plan out and take some time and plan out your outfits for the week so that way you know, Monday I'm wearing this, Tuesday I'm wearing this, Wednesday I'm wearing this, and so forth and so forth. So it takes that off of your plate 
you have your outfit, you have the shoes you're going to wear, the set down to the accessories if you want to get all the way down to it. So that way you're prepared and you it's something you don't have to think about. You just go grab it, put it on, and you're ready to go. So it provides a positive self-affirmation. And it is a form of self-care to where we're taking care of ourselves because we care about how we look even if nobody sees us. We always, it makes us feel good. And at the end of the day, it just makes us feel good about ourselves. So number two, it provides a self-affirmation, positive self-affirmation. Number three, what does the brand you say about you? I think we sometimes forget that we are a brand. I don't care if you are working in corporate America and you're climbing the ladder and you want to get to that next level in your career. If you are an entrepreneur, all professional women have a brand. So what does your brand say about you? The value that we give ourselves reflects in what we wear and how we present ourselves. I will repeat that again. The value we give ourselves reflects in what we wear and how we present ourselves to the world. As women, and I never thought about it this way, but as women, we tend to allow our circumstances to dictate what we wear rather than how we value ourselves. Which actually does us a disservice. So if we're in a circumstance of I'm in a certain position right now and I know I can do more and I want to break free, I'm going to dress for where I am right now, but not dress for who or where I'm going or where I want to go, which does a disservice to us because People will see that. And so when you apply for that job or you apply for that collaboration or you go after a certain client, they're going to look over you because how you look reflects the value that we have. And I never really thought about it that way until recently, but as I did, even speaking for me personally, it makes sense. Because there was a time where I was in a place where I was in a place of just survival mode, but I was thinking about that certain, that particular circumstance, but not thinking about where I wanted to be five, six months from now, or even five, two to three years from now. But now that I'm in a space to where I can start to actually think about it and thinking back on that, it makes perfect sense. So when I was in a down mood dealing with health issues and things like that that's exactly how I felt so we want to make sure that you want to stand out in a way that is reflects who you are and reflects your value and we all think and we all value ourselves extremely high so we need to dress like that because then now people will see it And they'll say, oh, you know what? I want to hire her. You know what? I want to work with her. 
that there is how we dress on a whole is so powerful and we don't utilize it and we underestimate it. And sometimes we wonder why someone else got a a job, but we didn't. Or someone else got a client or getting clients, but we're not. How we look is the first thing people see. And that right there alone will have people reaching out to you to say, if you're in, especially if you're in the online space, you know what? Oh, let me see what she's about. Now, they may not buy right away, but they're in your space and now you can talk to them because they see you. And it reflects in how you speak, how you act, and all of the nonverbal communications. So we always just want to make sure that we don't want to blend in because it also does a disservice of, of blending in with the masses. And we are not the masses over here. We, do, we are above the masses. We are our own people. We have things to celebrate. We want people to know who we are and what we can do and the value that we can bring to the table. But you'll get looked over because you're blending in and no one will know how great we are. And I'm speaking to me as well, that no one knows how great we are because we blend in with everyone else, but we don't stand out even though we want to stand out. And last but not least, number five, we have to let to let things go. We have to learn to let things go. So Tiffany, what do you mean by that? It's time to let go of who we were and start dressing for who we are becoming. Now, that does not mean the person that we're letting go had a bad or negative memory. They could have great, loving, fun memories. But they no longer belong in your closet If you want a promotion, you have to dress for it. If you want to stand out in this entrepreneurial space, you have to dress like it. We have to begin to start dressing for the new you and not the old you. So pretty much we have to go back and we have to figure out and discover what does this new person look like? How is this new person going to dress? And it's very hard to let go of that old person because that person is safe. She's comfortable. She protects us. But we're not going to get to our next level if we stay with her. She will always be there. She is the building block to who we are. And I think sometimes it's a struggle because we want to hold on to her But maybe sometimes she wants to let us go, but we don't want to let go of her because she knows you have to move on, but we're scared to move on because we're comfortable here. And it's scary. I get it. But we have to learn to let it go. And that's why I always say, if you want to change your life, you have to start by cleaning out your closet because you have to let that stuff go because you're not really holding on. You're holding on to the stuff, but it's the memories and things that you're holding on to that makes you hold on to the stuff, if that makes sense. 
So you want to be able to learn to let her go because she wants you to go on to the next level. She doesn't want to hold you back. And then when you look, there's the new version of you that who you are becoming is waiting for you. And if you don't go to her and begin to learn to embrace her, imagine the opportunities and the life that you can miss out on. So I hope today's episode was helpful and not too heavy for my first episode back. But if this was helpful, please be sure to subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple iTunes, please be sure to leave us a review. And remember, you can find me on Apple iTunes and Spotify. And with that, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And I will see you in two weeks for our new episode. Stay healthy, stay safe. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.